Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact, with semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hello and welcome to Circling the Bases, proudly presented by Roto World and NBC Sports. I'm DJ Short and I'm very happy to have two of my favorite baseball folks here with me today. That being my old friend Scott Pianowski from Yahoo, my old podcast partner not too long ago that you were a regular on this show. Uh, and Shelly Bearstraight from right here at Roto World. Scott, Shelly, uh, thanks for being here on this, uh, this special occasion. Uh, one of my favorite themed shows that we do we'll explain in a minute but thanks for being here yeah i'm happy to be here uh, thanks for inviting us yeah thanks for having us and uh, props to shelly she among uh, along with myself both advanced to the the next phase of the dfs contest for tout so uh we'll be you know after she smacks me around tonight she'll probably beat me on friday night but uh, we're both still, still in the final eight so maybe one of us can get some glory in a in a week or so yeah very nice very nice uh, well, I invited Shelly and Scott here today because we're going to play a special trivia game. We played it in the past. It's called Name That Player. Basically, it's, it's baseball jeopardy. We have three categories, all with different point values. And then we have a final question where you'll have the chance to pick up uh, some extra points. Basically, uh, it's highlighting players throughout the season, various statistical uh, surprises, outliers, uh, maybe some undervalued players, some stuff that maybe uh, might surprise you here. So I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. Before we do, with the NFL season quickly approaching, now is the perfect time to get your Roto-World Fantasy Football Draft Guide. Get ready for your draft and stay one step ahead of your competition during the preseason with updated player rankings, profiles, projections, mock drafts, and much more, go to NBCSports.com slash draft guide and use our promo code draft2023. That's draft2023 to save 20% at checkout. Again, that's NBCSports.com slash draft guide. A ton of drafts going on right now. Scott, you've been heavy in fantasy football uh prep how many how many leagues are you in uh this year yeah enough that i can't count um yeah but they're coming fast and furious and you know between the the roto world coverage and the great game platform over yahoo we got you covered so um you know wrap up don't finish don't forget about baseball you know uh, just showing up is a big advantage we talked about that a lot because the baseball season is very long but um we want you to be uh, dominant in both sports. So again, you know, a Roto World magazine, a Roto World trip to the website every day. Uh, follow the stuff on social media, and then I hope you 
you play on Yahoo, whether you play Snake Draft, Salary Cap Draft, DFS, it's all over at Yahoo. So we'd love to have you. Yes, be a, a multi-sport dominant athlete. Deion Sanders. Right. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Uh, Brian Jordan. Good one. People, uh, forget, people forget Brian Jordan. Sure. Who are some of the Some of the There was a couple more, but I'm failing to remember. There was one on the Mets who was not very good. Tim Tebow. Wow. <laughs> does, he, does he even count? <laughs> nah. I mean, he did play up to the triple-A level. He probably did better than I would have ever thought. Michael, Michael Jordan, you know, he got up to double-A. Jordan, yeah. Jordan rides the bus, sure. He had a shot. He had a shot. Uh, Dave, Debu- Dave, Dave DeBusher a million years ago, right? Wasn't he a baseball pitcher and he was a basketball yeah. player for the Mets? Will Chamberlain played a lot of sports. Right. Uh, he was a great volleyball player. Yeah. There you what's are your, with the with – DJ, DJ, what's your best sport? I I think basketball, but I haven't played in so long that I would need a, a little bit of time to get back into it. Just okay. rhythm is so important in that game. Uh, I'm the smartest about baseball, but not as gifted. I think it's – and even in Little League, it was the same way. I think we talked about this before, right. Scott. Like, I knew all the rules. I knew where everyone needed to be, but I was not strong or or – well, I was pretty fast. But I, I could not hit the ball very far. Yeah, I understood the baseball game. It had a limited amount of talent. Uh, what about you, Shelly? What about you in sports? Where did you excel? Um, I did I did track and softball. Um, okay. I had um, like all through like little league. I had I was the only one who really had the arm for third. So I played I played third. Um, mm-hmm. And then did um, a lot of like mile mile and a half um, in track. Nice. I was an infielder too. I was God. I was useless in the outfield. I couldn't really judge a fly ball, but uh, I did play a lot of third base too. Good. I mean, it's great. It's all reaction, right? You have no time to think at third base. Yeah, exactly. You just rifle it down to you, and just you know, that's better for me. When you think in sports, you're generally dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah especially at third base, uh, that's for sure. So we're gonna have you guys go head to head in this game here. Name that player. So I have three categories for you guys, and I, I sent you the category names mm-hmm. just so the listeners know the categories. We have batter's box. Those are hitter questions. Caught looking. Those are pitcher questions. And we have full count, which is miscellaneous questions. There's four questions in each category, so a total of 12 questions. And I'm going to let – actually, Shelly is like our defending champion the last time we played this game Shelly won so I will let her go first uh Shelly the board is yours um all right um I guess I'll go uh batter's box for 100 so do we have to, do you have to read the whole question do we just yell it out we know it or what do we do here uh you know what I'll I'll let I'll let you guys just if you know the answer shout it out okay. how about that Let's do it. Okay. Great. Great idea. Sure. Okay. 100 batter's box. Who has hit the hardest hit ball in the majors this season? Uh, Shelly? I don't know. Do I like do my name or just name the way? You're you're good. Just go ahead and name and play. Um, Ellie De La Cruz? No. Pete Alonso? Nope. Uh, The answer is Matt Olson. Oh, uh, that was my next guess. 118.6 miles per hour. Uh, Shohei Otani, second. Stanton, third. No surprise there. 
Jake Berger, Wilson Contreras, mm-hmm. Ryan Jeffers round out the top six. Uh, some surprises in there. Uh, I'm think proud to say that before the season, we were pounding the table saying Matt Olson was a great home run prop guy. Now he, oh, he yeah. and Otani are going heads up with that. I know. Um, so yeah. it, that may not cash, but it's one of those things where you had the right you had the right angle, right? It was a great bet. And um, happy I have a lot of Matt Olson. Matt Olson and Austin Riley are on a lot of my teams. And it seems like they hit homers on the same days a lot. So that's been a lot of fun. Well, the Braves, yeah. man, one, one to nine. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of those guys. It's scary. It's a shame all these is, is hurt right now. Uh, but still, they're they're humming along. I, they were they started to pull away from the Mets right right before I started uh, podcasting with you guys here. So I was uh, I was okay turning that game off as a Mets fan. <laughs> uh, all right, Shelly, you still have control of the board. Uh, what? Uh, where would you like to go next? Um, I'll do um, the pitcher one. So caught looking for one hundred. Caught looking for one hundred. So, uh, which reliever, I used at least 30 innings thrown, so which reliever leads the majors in strikeout percentage? Ding. Uh, Felix Batista? You got it. Felix Batista at 47%. Uh, The top four are not big surprises here. Batista, Aroldis Chapman, Josh Hader, Devin Williams, but... There are a bunch of surprises after that. And, you know, if you're looking for strikeout advantage uh, down the stretch here in fantasy leagues, like, these guys can help you. Matt Brash is fifth. Mm-hmm. Trevor Richards. Robert Stevenson has been really good for the Phillies. Tanner Scott as well. I don't, would not have guessed any of those four. Uh, yeah, a lot of guys I wouldn't have guessed. But I do know that Felix Bautista is also in banked 5 by 5 value, the most valuable, not just relief pitcher. I think he might be the most valuable pitcher in fantasy right now to this point. In yeah. a five by five standard league, I was actually at Camden Yards yesterday, and Batista came in, and he has a really cool entrance when he comes out to the mound. The, the lights go flicker on and off when he comes out. It's like pretty intimidating, I would think, for a hitter. I can't wait to see that, like in the postseason. I love that team. You know, they, they they have so much talent. They've been obviously importing more talent as the season went along. It's a great park. It's it's a great baseball city. Just wants to have a, a good team to be behind, and they look they're, they're set up even in a division where everybody's great. But look, as a Red Sox fan, it's kind of a bridge year for the Red Sox. But for the Yankees to be down and the Orioles to be up, I'm all for it, man. Yeah, Orioles in first place, Yankees in last. Yes. Uh, my sister in law said yesterday, it's like we're living in the upside down. But she's an Orioles fan, so she's she's quite all right with it. Go Orioles, uh, man. So, Scott, you've got control of the board now. Where would you like to go? Okay, let's try full count uh, miscellaneous for 100. Okay. So we know the Braves lead the majors in home runs. They have 239. Uh, they have a shot at breaking the all-time record that was set by the Twins in 2019 when they hit 307 home runs. So Braves lead the majors in home runs. Which team is second? home runs ding i'll try uh, i'll try the dodgers you got it dodgers it is when in doubt Mookie. just guess dodgers that was a guess yeah <laughs> exactly Man, they've I, been on fire right is there any chance that mookie or freddie freeman can nudge acuna and maybe get a shot in the nl mvp or is it basically acuna as long as he get hurt I, in fact i think acuna probably should win but Anybody yeah. want to stop for Mookie or Freddie or anybody else? They're having great years. Um, I wonder if they're, you know, they're kind of going to cancel each other yeah, out. They could. 
ultimately. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking that they were both going to cancel each other out. Um, but I mean, if I had to put my money on like one of the two Dodgers, I would think uh, Freddie. Uh, just just you know, he's hitting like over three hundred. He's stealing bases, just driving everyone in. Yeah, I think he leads the majors in extra base hits too. I- you know what I love about Betts and Freeman, too? Have you ever regretted rostering those guys in fantasy? I mean, every year. Even, like, Mookie's had a couple of years that weren't as good as other years, but every year it's like, yeah. I'm old enough to remember when Freddie Freeman versus Eric Hosmer was the thing. You know, Hosmer was a little <laughs> bit higher touted. No, I don't want to diss on Hosmer, whatever. I know I know he, you need to grab ball to second base, and Jason Hayward isn't available. You might go for Eric Hosmer. But uh, yeah, Freddie Freeman's going to the Hall of Fame. I think Mookie's already in there. So uh, yeah. that Dodger team. And, and next year, D- DJ, we talked about this a lot. Like, where's – Where's Otani going to be? I, I think he thinks I already know Southern California. I don't have to move, maybe. I, I could see him on the Dodger team. What wouldn't that be? The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Yeah. So Scott, you're you still have control of the board here. Sure. Uh I like miscellaneous. Miscellaneous for two. All right. So only one team has not won a game in extra innings this season. Who is that team? Padres. You got it. Padres. Awesome. Yeah, I know the terrible one run games. Yeah. 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 Good Padres one. are 0 and ten in extra innings this year. They're six and nineteen in one run games. That's pretty much all you need to know about the Right, and dramat- obviously dramatically underkicking their peripherals. They should be a playoff team. They're probably not going to be. There should be, but they're, they are that close to being a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if yeah. you just win a few of those in each category, I mean, so, some of them overlap, of course, but they could easily be a playoff team. And I'm sure the other NL contenders are like, yeah, keep the Padres out, because I look at that roster and it scares yeah. the heck out of me, right? They, they can That's beat any – look, I play short series, anybody can beat anybody, but – I wouldn't want to play the Padres. I think that they have so much star power on that team. It's just, you know, it's a little bit unlucky. One run games, it's nothing. We'd like to think teams are clutch and everything, but there's really a lot of that is just variance and flukiness. Right. I mean, the Phillies proved last year kind of that, like the top heavy kind of roster, sure. top of rotation, mm-hmm. back end of the bullpen, you know, superstar home run potential in the middle of the lineup. Like that's, that's the blueprint. So they, they would be dangerous. It seems very unlikely they'll, they'll make it at this point though. Uh, Shelly, you have control now. Um, I'll do batter's box for 200. Okay. So 
Which qualified hitter has seen the biggest increase in batting average from last season? Biggest increase. Anyone? Uh, Luis Arise? No. no. Not a bad guess. I'm going to go with um, Corey Seager. Very close. He's second. The answer is Cody Bellinger. Oh, oh, man, sure. I was thinking about him today. Just, you know, the Dodgers went, you know, got him at a, at a great pillow contract, and he's been terrific. It's just fun. You know, before the year, I didn't know what to do with Bellinger, what to do with Yelich. Yelich has been, I think, having a very underrated year, and Bellinger's been terrific, man. It's just so cool to see those guys doing their thing again because I wasn't sure if they'd ever do it again, and um, now yeah. they, they both look like all-stars again. Yeah, so. I mean, with, with what Bellinger has done, do you think that he can get – a hundred million dollar contract now. I think yeah. so. He's still young, right? And right. Yeah. The plate disciplines improved. Um, you know, the swing decisions. You know, he's hitting the ball hard. Batting average is three twenty one. Mm-hmm. It was two ten last year, so up a hundred, hundred and eleven points. Uh, Corey Seager is up ninety eight points from last year, three forty three, up from two forty five last year. We all expected that to bounce back, uh, especially with the shift restrictions he was like one of the one of the most expected players to to uh, see some improvement you would expect an improvement from Seager anyway not Mm -hmm. a 245 type of hitter right yeah it's all we talked about before the season right the new rules are going to help Corey Seager and then I would parenthetically say you know I think Kyle Schwarber can hit 245 in the new rules spoiler Kyle Schwarber is not going to hit 245 or (laughs) or 225 or 205 or probably not even 195 yeah it's pretty he might hit 40 home runs though yeah so I appreciate I appreciate the home runs but he's killing my average I'm just you know I'll just look at that one every day and think thank you Kyle yes so Shelly you still have the board uh where would you like to go um I will go with full count for 300 full count for 300 Okay, who leads the American League in multi-hit games this season? And you can guess, remember. You're not going to lose any points by guessing. Ding. I don't, I'm just going to – Marcus Simeon came to mind. He's a leadoff hitter. Marcus Simeon. Nope. It's like obvious but not obvious, I guess. Um, Otani? Nope. The answer is Julio Rodriguez. I think he, he set yeah. that record in just in the past few days, I think. Right. Jesus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with everything he's been doing. He has 44 multi-hit games. This is all stats going into the day. I thought it was probably somebody who hit leadoff or second, you know. Um, yeah. The extra at-bats would help. That's why I went with yeah. Simeon, even though he doesn't have a great average. Yeah. Bo Bichette, yeah, yeah. Yandy Diaz is right mm-hmm. there. Masataka Yoshida. Yandy Diaz is having such an underrated season. I was yeah. looking I was looking at some of the leaderboards today. Um, it probably won't help me at all, but I just took a glance at some things. And I was shocked <laughs> that Yandy Diaz, like, what, 328? He's having much – maybe it's just Tampa Bay, right? I mean, Tampa Bay, the team, the blueprint a lot of times is the star and not the individual player. And I guess Yandy Diaz kind of fits their ethos. Right, exactly. So – I think, you know, going to the All-Star break, Julio Rodriguez, I think you could say he was a disappointment. Sure. Um, but at this point, I, I, you know, he's padded his numbers in a big way just over the past few days where his season looks pretty darn good. Uh, I think a few, day, a few weeks ago, there's probably a question like, should he be an early first round type of player in 2024? But 
I think at this point it, he's sort of silenced those yeah. doubters. He's a, I think he's the top half of the first round at this point. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I think it's um, kind of funny that um, Bobby Witt Jr. and Julio Rodriguez season that kind of mirrors each other. And I think they Good both call. went like 2020 or 20 and 30 in the first two seasons. It's, it's pretty remarkable. That's a great call. Yeah, Bobby Witt, I, I thought – he was a little bit of a fade for me. I'm like, well, I'm going to take Bookie Betts or I'm going to take maybe wait and take Simeon. I felt pretty good about that. I even thought Randy Rosarena had the same projection. Why not take him over Bobby Witt? And, and over the last six weeks, Bobby Witt, man, I feel like he, he has a home run at stolen base every day, it feels like. There's no reason yeah. to look at the whole Royals box score. You just need to look at like the first three or four names. Say, oh, okay, Witt went two for four with a home run in a bag. I'm d- we're done here. Yeah. And I, I think even in the first half, while Witt's numbers on the surface were not that great, the expected numbers showed that he deserved a lot better uh, than the results he was getting. So if you if you stuck with him, uh, you know you're feeling pretty good right still, now. Still really young too. What is he? 22, 23. I mean, he's, you know, the best is yet to come for that guy. I mean, he, you know, he might go 40, 60 some year. He might, he might for sure. Uh, so I still think Shelley, you have control. And just to bring people up to date on our score right now, Scott has two hundred. Shelley has one hundred. Um, I'll go caught looking for 200. Caught looking for 200. Okay. One pitcher has thrown two shutouts this season to lead the majors. Name that pitcher. Ding. Framber Valdez. You got it. Framber Valdez. There's only one reason. There's only one reason why I got that is because I'm in a league that is a hybrid scoring format. And shutouts are one of the categories. And, you know, you never get shutouts, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm in first place with four shutouts. So you said that. And I'm thinking, why well, four shutouts? Who's on that staff? Oh, Framber. And we throw a no-hitter, which <laughs> yeah, last I checked, did. most no-hitters are usually shutouts. So I'm, thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, you know what? He might have had it. He probably had a second one. That's why I'm sitting on four shutouts. So uh, shout-out to my friends in the uh, in the Michigan Michigan League that I'm in. Uh, we're having a great race, too. It's a three-team race, and I need Framber. But uh, I got lucky that I'm – I don't know how many people play in leagues with shutouts, but we're in one in Michigan. That is interesting. Not many of those. Not uh, many of those. There's uh, 13 different pitchers with their own shutouts this season. Uh, there were only six pitchers who threw shutouts last year, which is like insane to think about. Yeah, um, I was I was at the Detroit uh, Tigers no-hitter, and Matt Manning didn't even know he had a no-hitter. He, they took him out after like six innings or whatever, and right. he'd been in trouble in the first inning. And like, oh, well, you're mad they took you out with a no hitter. He's like, I didn't realize it. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> it how different a, baseball yeah, is. Yeah, fifth inning. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> but, Why not? Yeah, we've seen four no hitters this season, and there was the Tigers one that was the combined. Um, but yeah, it does feel like pitching is. You know what? It's kind of been a mixed bag. I think it is a little top heavy pitcher wise, but um, we've seen some dominant performances too. So, uh, Scott. You have the board now, and then scores 300 for Scott, 100 for Shelley. Okay, let's do um, caught looking for three. Caught looking for 300. Okay, which qualified starting pitcher has the lowest ERA during the second half? This is a surprise. Ding. I'm going to guess Freddie Peralta. Nope. I know he's been really good the last month. I wasn't yeah. sure if it translated to the second half. Shall we? Uh, oh, um, you say Kikuchi? You got it. Wow. Nice pull. Very good. So 
Kikuchi has a 1.82 ERA over seven starts during the second half. The big key for him, if you remember the first half, a lot of home runs. Yeah. Second half has not allowed a single home run in 39 and two-thirds innings. Control's been very good. 42 strikeouts against nine walks. Another surprise who is who is second on this list, J.P. France. Has a one nine four ERA over six starts and one relief appearance. So Kikuchi and France, guys who are widely available on the waiver wire, mm-hmm. um, you know, a few weeks ago. So if you had one or two of these guys, uh, they certainly helped you along the way. In Remember the all the preseason year. talk, right? Toronto, the park, it's going to be, you know, great new dimensions for hitters. And it's actually been a pitcher park all season. Yeah. Yeah, it has <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so, Shelly, you've, you've gotten control back of the board. It's a close game here. 300 for Scott, 200 for you. Um, I'll go full count for 400. Full count for 400. Okay. Two qualified hitters have more walks than strikeouts this season. Name those two hitters. Ding. Go for it. One soda's going to be one of them, right? Nope. Okay. One soda does not have to be one of them. He's not. He's not one of them. <laughs> well, no, but Shelly is a dog named Soto, right? So I figured you'd throw in the token <laughs> one Soto question. Well, maybe, maybe, no, it's maybe, maybe it's coming later. Maybe it's coming in Final Jeopardy. I don't know. What do you think, Shelly? You want to guess? I have no idea. Uh, Freddie Freeman? Nope. Good guess. Uh, Luisa Rise and Jose Ramirez. Kind of uh, names you'd expect to. What a strange year for Jose Ramirez, right? Where, where do we draft him next year? Oh. I don't want to. I don't want to get tied to that lineup. It, it's just so pedestrian. And I feel like your first pick. Not only should you be excited about the player, and Jose Ramirez is obviously you know a guy, another slow starter who's picked it up. But much much like in fantasy football, your first round pick, you want to be tied to an offense that excites you. Fantasy baseball is the same way. Oh, I want a guy in the Dodgers. I want a guy in the Astros. I want a guy in the Braves for crying out loud. I don't want a guy in the Guardians. Yeah. No, it's a fair point. Yeah, and uh, you know, you don't trust their their front office to go out and go get somebody and their farm system is pretty much like the same type of guy and unless you go like much further down and like low A or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of ho hum for the next, you know, season, season and a half or so. Joe Sheehan made an interesting prediction, kind of an offhand prediction in his recent newsletter, one of his recent newsletters. He's, he thinks the Tigers will be the team to beat next year. A lot of up-and-coming talent. Riley Green I'm in love with, by the way. And I can see that. I, I like the manager. Um, we'll see if Torkelson can get it going. They've had a little yeah. bit of bad luck with the pitching, but that's a division that's ripe to be taken. As, as oh, Shelley sure. mentioned, you know, Cleveland's – sometimes their their strategy or what they're doing doesn't seem to make sense. Minnesota's a good team, but by no means a juggernaut. Kansas City, I don't think, is anywhere close. The White Sox just fired everybody. Another team I was completely yeah. wrong on the last couple of years. So why not Detroit in 2024? Sheen said yeah. it first. I'm, I'm saying second. <laughs> well, it appears that Terry Francona might retire after Interesting. the season. That mm-hmm. seems to be the buzz over the past 24 hours. So uh, they could be headed in a new direction. As is he a well. Hall of Famer? Is ter- Terry Francona a Hall of Famer, you think? I, I think he has to be. Yeah, I think so, too. Be. For sure. Yeah. Uh, always a good quote um, <laughs> is Terry Francona for sure. Uh, so Shelly, you still have control of the board. We have a couple of questions left here before our final question. Uh, okay. I will go batter's box for 300. Okay. 
batter's box for 300. Who leads the majors in stolen bases during the second half of the season? Ding, ding, ding. Um, Hi, Sun Kim. Nope. I looked at this recently, who, who led the league last month, and it was somebody who surprised me, and I can't think of him for the – well, I don't think Witt's right, but I'm going to guess Bobby Witt. It is C.J. Abrams. There you go. It was Abrams. I saw that. Ugh. Yeah, who's percolated to the top of that lineup. Yep. Elaine Thomas was looking for a running mate. Actually, that lineup has been kind of sneaky, productive, and right? Good. I mean, mm-hmm. Candelario was good before they traded him. and Yep. Th- th- that lineup goes about four or five deep. It's been better. It was Lane Thomas and nobody for a long time, it felt like, but they've yep. been plucky. They've been plucky nationals. And Abrams, yep. of course, you know, they, they need to show some returns for that Soto trade, and, uh, and Abrams has taken a major step forward. Yeah, what do you think of uh, Abrams, Shelley? Um, I mean, I've really liked what he's done. Like, he was, you know, hitting at the, in, you know, the bottom of the lineup and not doing much. And then it just seemed like the team just totally believed in him, put him at the top, and he just has all the confidence. I mean, when you watch him, he's just like, he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to steal the space. He's he's making great throws at shortstop. Um, he's just becoming a much more complete player. He's super young too. We know. Yeah. I'm just going to say that this is, his, this is his age 22 season. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, highly touted as a prospect. It seemed like a lot of people gave up on him uh, after his initial, you know, first taste of the majors here. So, uh, you know, progress isn't always a straight line with prospects. And, you know, maybe we'll see Abrams struggle again. But right now, you know, it looks like he's putting it together. Uh, so, Abrams has 19 stolen bases during the second half so far. Acuna follows him, Nico Horner, Corbin Carroll. Hassan Kim is right there, too. So uh, there is your top five. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Uh, Shelly, you still have control here. Scott is up 300. You have 200. Uh, we have two questions left before our final. All right. Um, I'll go caught looking for 400. Caught looking 400. Garrett Cole, probably the AL Cy Young Award favorite, is tied for the Major League lead with 18 quality starts. Who is he tied with? Ding. Uh, how about Zach Gallon? Very close, but no. Someone who is close to him in competition for that award. Zach Wheeler? 
Nope. Oh. It is Logan Webb. Oh. I, I think he's leading the majors in innings too, if I'm not he, mistaken. He does. He leads the the majors in innings pitch so far. Three three six ERA over twenty six starts. Uh, and I think maybe the best case as an alternative uh, for Zach Allen for the Cy Young Award. Of course, there's still some games left to be to be played here. Spencer Strider striking out everyone. The ERA is probably a little bit high. Uh, Blake Snell has the lowest ERA in the NL, but lousy um, whip. Yeah, ton of you walks. Know, speaking of Cole, by the way, I, I like to mention this a lot. I know it's longtime listeners will have already heard this, but I like to talk about how Adam Wainwright has the most Cy Young shares of somebody who's never won the Cy Young Award. If Cole somehow competes for this award and doesn't win it, he actually might pass Wainwright. So Cole's mm-hmm. been the bridesmaid many times, second, third, whatever. And he also screwed me up on Immaculate Grid today. I needed a 200 strikeout player from the Pirates, and I wasn't, I'm like, Okay, uh, Bly Levin was there for a minute, Candelaria. I don't think Doug Drabeck was really a strikeout pitcher. I'm like, I know Cole was one of those – the theme with Cole back then was like, oh, everybody leaves Pittsburgh and gets better. Cole got better, and, and you know, um, uh, Groundshuck got better. Uh, just it's a bunch Glass of guys now. there. Glass now got better, right? So I, I talked myself out of Cole, and it was a Red Sox grid. So I had all these great answers with the Red Sox. I was going to get a really low score, but you got to get them all right. I didn't get – I went with Bly Levin, which was wrong. That is, happened to me too, and then I'm like, ah, I just like that. off. I don't know. I don't know. How much fun is Immaculate Grid and how much frustration is Immaculate I think like, it's like 70% or 65% fun and like a third frustration. Yes. It is. It is super fun. I, I definitely is, if I you played, haven't played it. Yeah. If you haven't played it, you you absolutely should. So uh, last question. I'll just open it up to the board for you guys. So uh, we have batter's box for four hundred. So a big one here. Uh, Freddie Freeman leads the majors with forty five doubles this season. Which recently traded corner fielder? Candelario. Uh, he's second. Yeah. You got it. You got it. Candelario, thirty seven doubles. Yeah, who led the league in doubles a couple of years ago, too. He did. He did. And I projected maybe that would mean more home runs. Hasn't really sure. happened, but he's had a great year. Matt Chapman, Nathaniel Lowe have 35 doubles. Christian Walker, Jaron Duran, have, uh, they're tied at 34. Uh, but Candelario, kind of surprising uh, there. So Scott has 700. Shelley has 200. We're going into our final question here. And Shelly, you still have a chance to win this game because I'm going to read this question and I want you guys to write down your answers. You don't have to uh, risk any of your points. I just want you to name some players here. This game is called Name That Player after all. So, ready? Sure. Okay. Using Yahoo eligibility. Eight second base eligible players have hit at least 20 home runs this season. How many of those eight players can you name? Again, using Yahoo eligibility, eight second base eligible players have hit at least 20 home runs this season. So name as many as you can. And while you're doing that, I'm going to read a couple of promos here. There's no better way to start your day than watching one of the biggest stars in baseball in America's biggest city, Shohei Otani and his Angels teammates take on the Mets at City Field this Sunday on MLB leadoff. Catch the action live at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, exclusively on Peacock. Also remember to subscribe to Circling the Bases wherever you get your podcasts. You can actually find all your favorite NBC Sports shows on Amazon Music. 
just head to amazon.com slash NBC sports. Also do yourself a favor, check out the Roto world football show, fantasy football draft season in full swing. Lots of good stuff uh, going on on that show right now. So amazon.com slash NBC sports, uh, check out all of our great podcast offerings. All right, Shelly, Scott, how you doing? Not, not as well as I should be. <laughs> no, I, I, Read of some more promos, I, please. Read some exactly. More <laughs> you know, I'll give another, I'll give some more uh, love to our draft guy. How about that? It's fantasy football draft season. Fantasy football draft season. Like I was just saying, the Road World football show is, is lovely. And you should also get your Road World fantasy football draft guide. Get ready for your draft. Stay one step ahead of your league during the preseason. We have updated player rankings, profiles, projections, mock drafts, so many mock drafts in all different formats. Uh, much more. Go to NBCSports.com slash draft guide. Use, use our promo code here, draft2023. Save 20% off at checkout. Two really, really good, I think, essential articles going live in our draft guide uh, next week. Uh, Monday and Friday, two huge articles right in the prime of draft season. So definitely recommend getting it now so you get that special content exclusively in our draft guide. All right, I've given you guys enough time. So yeah. uh, so I asked you to write down your answers here. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's eight of them. So this could really swing the game. I'm going to give you 100 points each for each name that you've mentioned or each name you've written down that's correct. Um, all right. Let's see what you got. Let's see it. Let's see it. Hold it up. So, so you have, okay. Scott has bets. I see bets there. Who else do you have, Scott? I have bets, Simeon, Albies, Altuve, and Lowe. I only wrote down five guys, which is embarrassing. Okay. Say it again. Bets, Uh, bets, Simeon, Uh Albies, Altuve, and Lowe. You got two. Ugh, terrible. Okay, Shelly. Awful. Yeah, I got I got four. Uh, he said five. I got four. I had Mookie, um, Ozzy, Albies, Altuve, and Simeon. Okay, you got two as well. So, 400, 900. So, our final score is 900 for Scott, 400 for Shelly. The eight second base eligible players who had 20 home runs. Mookie Betts, Mac, Max Muncie, Ozzy Albies, Isak Paredes, Nolan Gorman, Ryan McMahon, Justin Turner, Cattell Marte. It's a great question. Actually, when you listen the names off, I don't feel as bad. Yeah. Um, you know, Paredes is having a very hidden season. Um, again, Tampa Bay is kind of like that. Muncie, you just forget about him being second base eligible. Turner, same way. It's been a really nice ad for the Red Sox. Um so I feel better. No, if, if I'm going to tie Shelly, I don't feel bad either. But at first I thought, okay, she's going to get like six of them. I'm going to feel horrible. <laughs> now I feel a lot better. Well, I was hoping for the drama of the game that that would occur. But uh, you can't predict baseball. And you cannot predict to name that player. But no, you can't. <laughs> thank you guys so much for, for joining uh, me on the show today. Uh, Scott, now you're going to need to defend your crown at some point. For sure. Uh, maybe we'll do it during the off season or draft season. Uh, but either way. Uh, you will you'll be back soon enough, hopefully. Well, thanks for having us. This was a lot of fun. It's always great to talk baseball with both of you. So, um, you know, much love to Roto World. 
Go wrap up those championships. I'll tell you, your opponents are going to check out, man. They're going to start playing fantasy football. They're going to go back to college, whatever. They're going to be doing the stuff that they do. So just keep grinding, keep doing those fat bids. And um, even if, whatever, you're in seventh place, you know what? You might come in fourth. Just you know, run the course. You'll know, finish out the game. Exactly. Thanks, Shelly, for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Also, follow us on Twitter if you don't already, or X, or whatever it's called this week. Maybe it's something different tomorrow. We'll see. Right. I'm at DJ Short. Shelly is at ShellyV underscore 643. Scott is at Scott underscore Pianowski. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next time. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent, being there day and night, and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.